This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hands Shop First. <laughs> I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. Yeah, I watched Die Hard the other day and I realized I've been doing it wrong all this time, so I'm trying to adjust. All right. Today we're talking about a Christmas story. <laughs> it came out in 1983. Directed by Bob Clark. Starring Peter Billingsley, Melinda Dillon, Darren McGavin, and others. Darren uh, McGavin was the original Kolchak the Night Stalker, right? No idea. It's, it sounds like something our dads would have watched. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I was going to say heart to heart, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> anyway, tis the season for some Christmas movies, uh, and so why not talk about... Uh, I guess the Christmas movie, <laughs> the one that's on in loop on TBS on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah this has really become the, the uh, whatchamacallit, um, Jimmy Stewart, what the fuck movie? <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, it's I... that movie for our generation. Yeah. I don't know if I go that far. I would. As far as being in the pop culture and everyone knowing it, I guess it is. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so this place, it takes place in the 40s, and it came out in the 80s, so it's a 40-year difference. We're not too far the away 40s? from, uh, we're being the reciprocal from that now. I don't think reciprocal uh, is the right word there. But well, they're doing they're doing the live action. Oh, I saw commercials for that, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Fox is doing the live action version of this. The um, I don't think it's a musical, but... Well, I don't know. There's an uh, broadcast television. They're on this kick now. They want to redo all the stuff live. Yeah. Yeah. But you but get to do... see funny things like Christopher Walken be Christopher Walken. I... Um... <laughs> I forgot he did that damn musical. <laughs> um, I don't think I've watched them, but do they... They're live on both coasts? They do two different shows or just live on the East Coast and we get screwed as usual? That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to be watching it. So. Okay. <laughs> but any of, the, any of the other ones that you've watched, like you said, like the Peter Pan one or the... I did I did tune in for that just to try to catch walking, and I was rewarded. <laughs> all right. Uh, this wasn't really any of our suggestions. We all kind of... I mean, this is just a Christmas story. Uh, my history with this, I didn't see it in the movie theater, I, but I do remember going over to my cousin's house and... They just, I was really young. They just plopped me down in front of the TV. And my mom said it was like the most quiet I ever was ever going to their house. So they just sat there and was mesmerized by it. And, uh, yeah, the, loving something it ever about, since. yeah, there's something about this movie that really appeals to kids, which is funny because it takes place in the forties. Yeah. I, I think sure it's the forties. It seems a bit more modern, like maybe early sixties. I don't. Know. I think it was after World War Two. <laughs> well, yeah, at the very least. So probably the fifties. I mean, they, they didn't have a TV, so yeah, maybe fifties. No, I mean the title, the subject here says in the forties. 
<laughs> so oh okay so well, probably just after the war okay every everything's read on the internet <laughs> well imdb says it's so i i don't know um but yeah once again <laughs> who knows uh so you guys same kind of thing watched it on home video watched it on tv yeah yep. yes VHS. Seen it on cable yeah all right well let's get into it uh we're gonna each of us go our top uh seven moments or seven things that stood out for us for this movie good or bad um I'll go ahead and start us off. And the one thing I want to put, and this may be higher on your guys's, but it's a great scene, but a negative for me is the tongue on the flagpole. <laughs> That's my number seven, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. It's classic. Everyone knows it. It's disturbing to watch. I don't like it. But also, when I used to work at Disneyland, we sold these strawberry popsicles, and they're really cold. And every single time I sold one of them, I had to give the juice bar spiel, and I shit you not, it was printed on the back of the billboard of the the nameplate of the cart, and it would say, please be very careful, as it is very cold, and it may stick to your tongue or your lip. If you wait a few minutes, it'll be perfect to eat. And every person who heard that would go, huh, just like Christmas Story, and stick it on their tongue, and then they'd go, <laughs> ah, ah, stuck! And so... <laughs> Fuck you, Disneyland employee! Yeah. yeah what do you know and then the very next thing is you're told if that happens tell them to just go go to get some water and just be calm and then whatever you do, don't rip it off and then so they ripped it off their tongue <laughs> oh first aid's over there and then they'd have to go <laughs> i shit you not it didn't happen every time obviously but it happened once a day <laughs> and it it got old really quick so that's <laughs> you are you, are you kidding me no, I wouldn't be. It would, no, I mean like that. It got old. <laughs> I'm sure hearing that it was oh, just like the Christmas yes. story got old. But oh, seeing, that part. But yeah, seeing people get their shit frozen to the yeah. to their lips and tongues and stuff. Yeah. Well, and then getting yelled at for it too. Yeah. I thought you were joking. No. <laughs> no Why would I be no, joking? No, sir. <laughs> and then, although sometimes yes, it was, it's yes, just sir, like it was, dumb it was and a clever ruse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, look, frost. So anyway, that's my uh, thing on that. You guys have any more? One, you said you have it. You're number seven, right, Scott? Anything you want to add? Um, just the the whole daring. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's a super kid thing to do. Uh, <laughs> he, he he skips the double dog dare and goes straight to the trip. Go, he skips the triple dare and goes straight to the triple dog dare. Yeah, <laughs> and then there was nothing the kid could do. <laughs> he was backed <laughs> yeah. into a corner. Your old man's full of shit. <laughs> Your man's full of beans. Or beans. Yeah, I probably didn't swear. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, then, Alex, what's your number seven? Uh, I completely forgot about this moment. There would have been my number seven. But <laughs> uh, I just like the Bumpus's dogs. <laughs> How? What? <laughs> that just seems so random and, like, out of fucking nowhere. Their, their dogs just stampede into their house like, <laughs> like they owned a damn place. <laughs> And then they ruin their spoiler alert. They ruin their turkey dinner. No turkey leftovers. No turkey sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a random scene. It's like what? And the dad just yelling at him. And... <laughs> yeah, and then Ralphie says, "And the dogs only listen to you know my dad." It's like, but they didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Those um... damn hound dogs. My number six is uh, the comeuppance for the bully. Oh, it's my number five. Yep. Okay. 
when Ralphie finally has enough, he had a bad day at school. Teacher told him to shoot his eye out, and he gets a snowball in the face. And all that's his... awesome. That snowball is cool too because it hits him in the face, and there's a big pack of snow just in between his face and his glasses that sticks there. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man, that's that's not not awesome. it, was, it was terrible. F that guy. I wouldn't have any takes that take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope it was just the one, but Jeebus. And then Ralphie snaps and just jumps on the bully and yells every swear imaginable at him while he's just beating him. And <laughs> I like how in the in the movie it's just like a cartoon where he just goes, "You razzafrazzin' brother, shut up, brother!" <laughs> yeah. And he's wailing on him for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and long the enough kid's for his crying. Yeah, for his brother, little brother, to go home and get his mom. And the little bully sidekick tries to stop him. Hey, man, leave him alone. And he throws him down. He just keeps wailing on him. <laughs> F that Daniel Boone bully. His yellow eyes. Such a good bully. Redhead yeah. braces. Yeah, he's the evil Shermanator. Yeah, he looks like a young Shermanator. <laughs> he was actually the brother on that show, Titus, with Christopher Titus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah someone, someone told me that he was Rorschach and... Uh, no. I know. Not him, <laughs> that's not that guy. <laughs> I had watched it forever and I looked it up. It's not him. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's Ra- the kid Ralphie from, wouldn't have won. No, that's the kid from Bad News Bears. Uh, Rorschach? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Not to be confused with Rorschach. <laughs> <laughs> or Kojak. Or Kojak. What? Or Kolchak, the night stalker. Mm-hmm. Alright, uh Scott, what's your number six? Okay. My number six is the the daydream uh there, there's, 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 yeah. so there's there's a yeah i realize there's a few of these but uh my favorite one is the one with the teacher so that's what i want to talk about oh motherfucker that's my number six too yeah the uh <laughs> this imagines that, that like and, and, I, and I i connected with this on a personal level because i did that a few times in school where I'm like, this yeah, is the most do. amazing thing ever. Like, the teacher's never seen anything this good before. And then, <laughs> really, you thought that in school? Well, not not to the level that Ralphie did, but like, where I'm like, oh, this is so good. Like, not like not to the level of a plus like, plus a plus plus a plus plus plus. plus. <laughs> yeah, where like, the teacher would be squinting over it, but I'm like, oh, this is really good stuff. And then, teacher would be like, eh, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's it's. Rather soul crushing when that happens, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the whole, the whole scene uh, where she's <laughs> all of a sudden she's like dressed like it's Victorian, like the eighteen eighties, yeah, and she's like oh oh, just like all these papers, and finally she gets to Ralph's, and <laughs> she's hugging it, and she, yeah, she draws the A plus plus plus, and he gets up and does the little uh, he bows for <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like how he expects the. His classmates to be clapping for him too. <laughs> yeah, just completely off base. Uh, so yeah, that's my number six. Awesome. And they said that was yours too, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> All right. Um, my number five is, and this is something I didn't find as funny as a kid, but now as I've watched it every year, it's the dinner at the Chinese restaurant at the very end of the movie. Just, you know, the, the Asian singing, fa la 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 la, kills me every time. And the the goose comes up and the mom and the kids are hysterical. And the dad, well, he's smiling at us. <laughs> Chop. He just gets the knife and chops the head off. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
And then the far ra 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 It's racist, so it's funny. Well, it was the 40s. It was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not when the movie came out. <laughs> so I, I just, I crack up with the guy teaching. I mean, that's, you can't write that. Teaching Asians how to sing fa la 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 la. Come on, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you certainly couldn't write that now. <laughs> it's still funny. It's harmless. It's not a bad thing. I can't say, <laughs> I can't roll my R's speaking other languages. Make fun of me. I don't care. See, I can't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> Say some <laughs> Spanish stuff. Say tortilla. Tortilla. See? I can't do shit. It's like that uh, Jimmy Jimmy Smith's had a funny skit on SNL where all the people he works with in an office, they're all white people, but they insist on saying everything with a heavy Spanish accent. And it's like slightly Spanish at all. So they order, they order burritos. And the whole time he's just getting more and more aggravated because he's actually Hispanic. Until finally he, he like goes, oh my god, did you see the news? There's a tornado coming through. And they all look at him and go, what? What? And he just sighs and goes, ah, a tornado. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Scott, number five. My number five is the bully comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think, I think we've covered that pretty well. He's a yeah, some great bit of casting there. Uh, what, what was the name of the bully again? Or was he just a bully? No, he had a name. Him and his toady so-and-so. I forget their names. Yeah, well, I got it up right here. Uh... Farkas. Oh, that's yeah, right. Some, it's okay, Scott so, Farkas. All right, so the actor is Scott, or sorry, Zach Ward. Okay, I've, I've, I recognize this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's been in a, a few character stuff, actor, yeah. Yeah. few things. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's a Shermanator. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you name you name your kids Eddie and Furlong. <laughs> have, yeah, have, has anybody ever seen this guy and the Shermanator in the same room? I rest my case. Yeah. Mm. He was sent back in time. All right. <laughs> um, so we're on to my number four. Did you give your number five? Yeah, my number five was the uh, Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah. Okay, was... then yeah, your number four. Okay. Um, the the dad, and just in general, like you mentioned it with the dogs, but then him swearing at the furnace, you hear him down there, and like they kind of have like the Charlie Brown thing going on to keep this movie yeah. PG. <laughs> Gets me every single time, in the, like you say, with the turkey and... Him trying to bargain for the Christmas tree. And, you know, he's kind of this that real, like, jerk dad. <laughs> but then at the end, you know, he's the one that gets Ralphie this, the gift. and um... I forgot about the haggling of the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can get one of those fake trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, you know, the, the way the kids think about him. And, you know, this is going to actually come up later on my list. But when Ralph gets in the... He gets in the fight, and they're so afraid, just like waiting for it. Oh, my dad's going to kill me. And then the little brother, yeah, daddy's going to kill Ralphie. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm-hmm. there it is. That's my number four. Scott. All right. My number four is the the, the lamp. But more specifically, when they come in with the, the big crate, and they set it down, 
And this time around, I was laughing because the uh, <laughs> it says this side up, and they just go ahead and set it down sideways, anyways. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the camera uh, closes in on the on the crate where it says fragile, and the Ted goes, "Ah, oh, fragile." <laughs> That must be Italian. <laughs> just such a, like a, just clueless, <laughs> just in like full on dad mode for the whole movie, like you were just talking about, Jeff. Yeah. Fragili. Yep. <laughs> it's such a dad, like, even if that, I don't know what would have been better, that or if it was like a dad joke. But, uh, yeah. That must yeah, be Italian. It's Italian. <laughs> and the mom's like, I think this is fragile. <laughs> oh. oh. And then, like, how, like, happy he is with the lamp. Like, it's, like, the worst thing ever. <laughs> he's, like... Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. He's, like, an awe of it. Uh, I think Ralphie running his hands up the, up the lake. Yeah, he's, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, Ralphie. <laughs> then he goes outside, and the whole neighborhood's there. And, I don't know. You guys might have <laughs> more to say about wife. this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the... More to the point, the fragile. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is when Ralphie gets that secret orphan Annie decoder ring. <laughs> Forgot, I didn't have that on my list. Oh, yeah. yeah that's so good. fucking good. And he got the, the code from the radio show, and he's in the bathroom, and he's hurrying his little finger to decode it. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's one step closer to decoding orphan Annie's secret message. <laughs> he finally gets it. It's like, don't forget to drink your... Ovaltine? It's a crummy <laughs> commercial. <laughs> and he just drops the decoder ring and his brother who's been banging on the door. It's like the whole time he just comes in and he starts whipping off his clothes to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So that's something. Uh, so I mean, good. that's it's the 40s. We're obviously not from the 40s. We're like 40 years later. But the mailing away and having it take six to eight weeks for something to come. I mean... I mean, I guess that's kind of still a thing if you're like doing cereal box stuff. I don't even know, but I mean, with Amazon and stuff, you get it the next day. Yeah. <laughs> or I the internet. Bart got that. And Bart got that spy camera from the comic book. Yeah. No, but you guys remember mailing away for stuff, right? From like cereal boxes and chips or from whatever. N- I, Nintendo power. Yeah, I remember it being a thing, but yeah. Yeah. I don't like my parents would let me do that. <laughs> We definitely did the cereal stuff, and I remember one. It was like this could be the greatest frisbee ever. And it was like a, but it was like a boomerang, but it had like three points. I don't know. And we was got it. It was like and a glaive. <laughs> it's a glaive. <laughs> glaive. <laughs> and I swear, the very first through got stuck in the tallest tree in the on the street and never saw it again. <laughs> Damn it. Well, six six to eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams dash with one single throw. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're on to my number three, I think. Um, yep. So my number three is the O oh, Fudge. <laughs> Damn it. That's my number one. That's my number is two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, since I stole a couple of other guys, you guys can talk more, mostly about it, but just... Be that more than just the moment of you doing something wrong in front of your dad or mom and just knowing, like, yeah. <laughs> it's probably um, the, 
Yeah, it's probably the best bit of narration in the movie, too. Where he's like, I didn't actually mm-hmm. say fudge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said the word. The dash, dash, dash word. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, and I think the part that gets me the most, and, and I don't know if this is for you guys, but I always felt some of my worst moments of getting in trouble happened at, like, joyous times. Where, like... Everything is going good. Like they're in the car singing Christmas. Everything's going good, and the mom's like, "Oh, wouldn't you go out and help dad?" Oh, I've never been able to do that. It's great. And then that happens, and like that was always me. Like I would be so excited or hyperactive, if I would, ah, and then I'd break something or whatever, I and mean, just like, my dad, would be, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Like around mm-hmm. Christmas time, you always felt it more around Christmas time because it was tied to gifts. Yeah, like <laughs> they could lord your parents could lord that over you. The yeah. other, you know, three hundred and like ten days of the year, you you know, you wouldn't give a shit. Other than you know, being trouble sucked. But when Christmas was involved, it was serious business. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was one. This is already like maybe eight years ago. We were looking through some old videos, and I totally forgot about this. And it's Easter, and my Omi had hidden some special gifts in the backyard for my brother and I to find, and. I couldn't find it, and I finally found it, and I go, I found it! And then it was like a porcelain doll, I don't know, some porcelain thing, and I dropped it immediately <laughs> oh, and shattered it. And, like, just, <laughs> and the look on my face is like pure joy, it's just, uh, and you just hear my dad behind the camera, God damn it! <laughs> uh, yep. That is Good classic. That's classic. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, not not quite as on the level you had, Jeff. But uh, yeah, I got a. Like you said you got some like porcelain thing. I got a cuckoo clock one year, and I pretty much broke that as soon as I took it out of the box. <laughs> I still feel bad about that to this day. It's like a gift from my grandma. Yeah. Like what? What was the gift? Do you do you even remember? It was like a porcelain figurine of something. I I, I like a horse or a, I don't know. It was something. Was it a was it a chrome crystal ball? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it was something, some knickknack for my my German grandma. It was some, probably something weird that I would have loved as a kid, but now I don't know what the heck it is. Like, it been a little... <laughs> They've had it in the family for generations. <laughs> no, it wasn't anything like that. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> it could have. I mean, this is when she was taking me to church. Like, it could have been a little baby Jesus or something. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> it was porcelain. And I found it and I immediately bro- I had it in my hand for less than two seconds before I destroyed it. <laughs> Like your first, your dad just gets mad. <laughs> yeah, he's, just, he's always mad. But no, let's say my dad was always he always has a loud, grumpy voice. And I, as a young kid, you scared the I was scared the crap out of my dad, so it was always. Oh God. <laughs> um, he was probably not mad that I broke it, just like disappointed in me as a son or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not mad, son. You know, I'm just disappointed in you. <laughs> That's much better. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Scott, number three? Uh, yes. Yes. So the uh, number three is the <laughs> it's the, the BB gun. Like, it's the, the idea of the the ultimate gift as a kid. You know, it was like, so he wanted the, the red. So I actually wrote it down because I couldn't remember it. But the official Red Rider carbine action 200 shot range model air rifle with a compass in the stock and the this thing that tells time. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess, like, 
the most the, the closest thing to me would be like a Super Nintendo. Like the thing that I remember pining over the most. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what what about you guys? What was the gift that you you remember me, wanting more than anything? Nintendo. Nintendo. Okay. Yeah, NES. All right. I don't remember. It, it, it probably was one of the. Yeah, it was probably one of the two. Um. I, I honestly don't remember. It, it, or something Star Wars or I, I don't remember. N sixty four. No, what definitely wasn't N sixty four. Not like that one kid on the internet. Yeah, no, not like him. It probably would have been either a Nintendo. Uh, Castle Grayskull, maybe. I don't know. Some Power Glove. <laughs> it wasn't the Power Glove. But yeah, just the... it's so bad. <laughs> but yeah, just, just the super cool toy. Um, even as a kid, like watching that, I was like, "Wow, that would be awesome to have." And I think I did have a BB gun at one point. Um, nothing like the super fancy name like that, but uh, uh, just that. The whole his whole kind of Christmas revolved around this one thing. Uh, it was like the MacGuffin of the story um, until it actually makes an appearance, which I might have more to say about later. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number three. My number three is also related to uh, the BB gun, but spoiler alert: it's towards the end, and they're opening their presents at Christmas, and Ralphie's very disappointed because he didn't get his his rifle, and then his dad's like, "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> Especially since you know my kids are getting a little bit older, so I can start pulling you know <laughs> st- stupid stuff like that now, and they'll understand. Because I mean, when they're one or two, and you and you start subtly hinting at something, yeah. I mean, that was really subtle. But yeah. even then, they don't know. They're just crawling around, bumping into walls. But now <laughs> I can start you know doing stuff like that. It's like, hey, I think uh, I think there's one last present over there. I think Santa uh, tucked one away. And then Rafi's eyes like immediately lit up, and he pulled out the whole thing, and just the sheer they they captured this moment perfectly with Ralphie opening him up, up his present. It was it was awesome. Um, yeah, that does kind of I get misty eyed a little bit, but like that knowing that it was the last gift, the shape you know you can just put yourself back in those shoes. It was the right shape, right looking at it, like oh, this might be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and see, the dad redeems himself at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say, I kind of like, I keep giving the shit on my dad, but he was always the one that found those very difficult gifts. Like, ask my brother, like, my mom obviously would try to, but she did not give it the attention. My, my dad would hunt down. He would, not, and he would not only buy, like, say, whatever it was that year, uh, Zelda 2 or something. He would, he would, it was a mission for him. He would find it and he'd get, We'd get more. We get extras and then sell them to his friends and stuff. Like, <laughs> and find those hard to get gifts and stuff like that. So, kudos. Your dad loves to haggle. <laughs> it wasn't haggling. It was just. I think it's a thrill of the hunt. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the modern man. And he I just also he was a good dad in the fact that he wanted to get us, you know, the gift. We didn't get gifts in the middle of the year. It was for our birthday and Christmas, and that was it. And usually we mm-hmm. did get what we did what we wanted in those times. So. Okay. Um, all right. Um, my number two is uh, the the crazy Santa and elves scene. The, <laughs> ho, 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 ho. I love how the the elves have 
I'm sorry if you're gonna touch on this, but they always have exaggerated head movements so that their bells always like bob and jingle with their stupid heads. Well, I was gonna say like the POV, and they have the the bell in their face. Come on, kid, everyone's waiting. <laughs> and then when he puts him on his, when uh, he gets put on Santa's lap, and it's like a first person POV, and he just swings around, and you see the elves, it's almost you see fish the head, yeah. <laughs> when just he, Ralphie panics. Uh, uh, how about a nice football? Yeah, and he (laughs) you're blowing it, you dope. (laughs) Pushes him down the slide. I always wanted to see Santa and then go down a slide afterwards. Where was that mall? I know for reals. (laughs) And then when his heart is broken, when he asks Santa for the gift, and he gives the same response that all the other adults gave him, and so heartbreaking. (laughs) Pushes him with his his boot. Yeah, what a dick. (laughs) You'll shoot your eye out, kid. And that weirdo little kid that was in line with him. Ugh, that could creep me out. Oh, yeah. What did he say? He's like, do you like, what was it? I forgot. Yeah, he says something. He's like, hey. He's like, little over nanny or the Lone Ranger. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> He's just staring at him. Um, all right, Scott, number two. Okay. My number two is the, the O-Fudge. Uh we we covered it pretty well, um, but I'd just like to add that uh, I. It sounds like you were in a similar situation, Jeff, with all the goddammits and probably worse. Uh, my my dad uh, did not do a very good job of holding back on the on the swearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it really is the dad's fault at the end of the day. Uh, in in the yeah. movie. Uh, but yeah, I could relate. Is all I'm saying. I don't think I ever got in trouble like that for swearing. But uh, my dad did not make it easy. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, actually, my dad. Right, I can count on one hand the time my dad used the f word in front of me. He was really good about it, but he would say almost everything else. But he wouldn't say that, and he never really sweared at us. But he, he loved yeah, the word yeah. shit. I can tell you that much. Ah, piece <laughs> of shit. Ah, it's horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who shit their pants? Like, <laughs> he loves that word. <laughs> and, uh, but for swearing, I don't think my dad ever got mad. My mom did, and she actually washed my mouth out with soap, just like Ralphie. <laughs> yeah. I got that at school when I went to school in Mexico. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple times, yeah, my mom washed. I don't know if she did Brian, but she got me at least once or twice with that. That's such a weird tradition <laughs> to yeah. wash. Like, yeah. I don't think, I don't think, like, people do it anymore but like your mom knew about it because it was probably something she had to be afraid of when she was a kid mm-hmm. well because your mouth is dirty it's got to be cleaned out yeah yeah it's like carrie's mom yeah he was weak say it that's another great uh, daydream sequence <laughs> he comes home blind what was it it was <laughs> soap poison <laughs> yeah that was good <laughs> Makes her all guilty. And he winks at the camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Alex, number two? It was the same thing, right? Nope. Oh, okay. My number two is actually related to the lamp. When the, <laughs> lamp. the war, <laughs> as the narrator describes it, it was the war of the lamp. <laughs> and then the lamp got broken. <laughs> it's like, oh, you were always jealous of this lamp. <laughs> Which is like that is the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. 
And this is my number two, is that when his dad is so angry, he couldn't find anything to say, so he just he just yells out, Not a finger! And <laughs> <laughs> out the door. <laughs> Again, that fucking cracks me up every time. <laughs> Perfect delivery. It's like you can see the rage. just like, oh! Yeah. It's perfect. It's close to it, it's close to like the the greatest, just most perfect cinematic anger moment of that I've ever seen. <laughs> this is pretty good. Oh man! <laughs> All right. Uh, well, my number one is I love the voiceover in this movie. It's done really well, I think. And I I want to say this kind of kicked off the one years. I think one year started a couple years after this, and I. Kind of want to say it was kind of because of this movie. I'm not sure. But anyway, I love the voiceover. And, you, you know, uh, Scott mentioned earlier, was although I didn't say fudge, I said the word. And everything we've been talking about with the dad, especially as Ralphie just thinking about <laughs> commenting on what his dad's reactions were. And um, I just I just love that. Uh, laying in bed, thinking about your dad's going to come home and murder you. and. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Talking oh, about... He said it. He double dog dared the ultimate dare. And he's thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, nah, that's it. Voiceover yeah, for I me. Agree. So, Scott, nice. number one. Uh, number one, I have written down is Santa Kick. Santa Kick. So, <laughs> so you guys pretty much talked about that whole scene, but the uh, <laughs> when Ralphie, um, in a last ditch effort because he thinks he screwed the pooch about what to ask Santa, he thinks he's going to get a football. He like stops himself on the slide, climbs back up again. <laughs> Santa says, "You'll shoot your eye out, kid." <laughs> ho, ho, ho! And then he pushes him down with his foot. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Just uh, Santa's dick. <laughs> yeah. He Just is. The, but just for Santa to tell him, "You shoot your eye out, kid." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and sends sends him on his way. Yep. All right. Alex, number one. My number one is also the Oh Fudge scene. But I'd like to talk a little bit about the aftermath of that. So you see Ralphie getting the soap in his mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's, you can tell he's used to it because he's just sitting there all yeah. bored and stuff. And his mom pulls it out. It's like, okay, now I want you to tell me where you heard that word from. <laughs> and the narrator, of course. He's saying he's like, well, I couldn't say where I really heard it went because it was from my dad. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I just, my mind blanked out, and I said the first word that came to my mind: Schwartz. <laughs> One of his best friends. And so the mom puts the soap back in his mouth, then goes over to the fellow telephone. He calls up, and this whole exchange is awesome. Yeah, it is. And she's like, oh, you know what Ralphie said? And she whispers into the phone. And you can hear, no, not that word. <laughs> like, and do you know where he heard it from? And on the phone, you can hear his father. <laughs> and she says, no, your son. What? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like she's she must have taken the phone physically all the way over to Schwartz's room. Beat him with it. <laughs> some wailing Poor Schwartz. I mean, Joe Pesci on Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did I, want, I do? What did I do? I do? <laughs> oh, and Ralphie just, oh my gosh. Oh, child abuse. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> then the mom tries to soap and she almost pukes. 
that's my number one. Nice. Um, all right. I had one uh, one we no one ever got to, which was uh, I mentioned his his brother. What's his name? Randy. When he's hiding under the sink, yeah, because <laughs> of the Ralphie fight, and the dad comes home and he's like sitting there reading the newspaper, and the mom like goes and like gives him a glass of milk out of the sink, and the dad like looks over at it, and like you can tell he wants to ask, and he's like, "Ah, oh, forget, it. I don't even want to know what's going on." <laughs> that goes back to his newspaper. Yep, yeah. goes back to his paper. Yeah, yeah I, I did like when the mom bundles him up so much that he starts crying. Yeah. I can't move my arms. <laughs> yeah, I can't put my arms down. <laughs> all she says was, well, you can put your arms down at school. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the the other thing that he says, and my, I think it was my brother and I used to do as a kid after this, whenever on Christmas morning, whenever he'd see something, oh, that's mine. And, like Christmas morning, he's like, every present under the tree he kept saying was his. And he used to say that. Yeah. Oh, Zeppelin, that's mine. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's rate it. Uh, we rate this on a scale between one and seven. Seven being an absolute perfect movie. One being uh, not a perfect movie. Crap. The worst. You'll never watch it again. You'll never recommend it. All those other things. Um, I will give this a, a solid six. Um, because it is a holiday movie, I'm not going to watch it year-round. Uh, it's, it might, might be a seven, but maybe because it's also on TV so much that it is a little little too much. Maybe it's ruined it a little bit, but I feel safe in giving this a six. Scott? Uh, six as well, um, in the, the same vein that you're talking about. It's not on year-round, but when it is on, it's on a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a classic Christmas movie. Um, funny... Uh, like he said, the, one of the few movies where the narration really works. Um, yep. So yes, a six. All right, Alex, are we Satan? Uh, no, I'm actually because I'm starting to be. You know, I'm a dad now, and I'm watching, and I'm discovering. I'm still discovering new things about this movie, and also, you know, I don't have cable. I can just watch it once whenever I want. I'm gonna give this a seven. Eh? I love this movie. Very much. All right. Sounds good. <clears throat> All right. So um, for our crossover topic this week, we're talking about best uh, daydream sequences in movies. So obviously we've talked about a couple that Ralphie has in this movie. So what other movies do people have uh, daydream sequences? Um, so I have a few here. I'm having my, I have a five and a six and I don't know which one. And uh, yeah. executive decision. Billy Madison, the Penguin. Okay. <laughs> That's my number two. That's yeah, number but, two. Yeah, I left. I left. I fucking I, love that. Fucking yeah, I, I left. Yeah, I just left that one off my list. Okay. <laughs> I knew it was going to be you. <laughs> so. And then he, the Penguin ends up making out with Chris Farley and then jacking him off at the end. Come on. <laughs> yeah, although that was, I don't know what the hell that because that wasn't a daydream at that point. That was just. No, that was a daydream, all right. <laughs> it was a day wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that penguin is one hot piece of ace. <laughs> so, yeah, Billy Madison. I don't think we've done that movie. I will have to do it one of these days. But the the daydream. It's daydream slash drunk vision. I don't even know if that really counts as daydream, but I'm counting it. Yeah, it if, if, they're, if they're still awake. 
<laughs> right. counts, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott, number five. Uh, my number five, uh, another <laughs> Adam Sandler, uh, Happy Gilmore, uh, when he's trying to find his happy place. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so he does this twice, but both times still makes me laugh to this day. The uh, how uh, what's her face from Modern Family um, has two big pitchers of beer, and she's like the lingerie. His mm-hmm. grandma's tossing up the coins from the slot machine, and then there's the little person. The first one's on like a like a tiny tricycle. The second time is just on one of those like horse heads, like he's pretending he's on a horse. Yeah, um, and then the second one with Chubbs, he's like, "Oh, I got my hand back," and then he yeah. starts singing, "We've only just begun." <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love those sequences. That's, that's there's number the, five. There's a third one at the very end where Abe Lincoln and the alligator and Chubbs oh, that's, are there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Why Abe Aaron Lincoln's there? I have no idea, but it's awesome. <laughs> um, all right, Alex, number five. My number five is uh, Wayne's World. Whenever Wayne <laughs> he goes into uh, uh, the club. Oh, damn it. What's the name of the club again where the shitty beaters played? Oh, it's something about wrecking or Oh, the fire. Gasworks. Yeah, yeah. The Gasworks. There you go. And he sees... Um, Cassandra? Shit, man. Yeah, Cassandra. I, for- I was trying to think of her real name. Tia Carrera. Yeah, Tia Carrera. Damn it. I need another beer. <laughs> he sees it for the first time, and she's singing some badass song, but whenever Wayne sees her, he's just, ooh, dream weaver. Yep. Yeah? No? Yeah? No, it's good. Are the shitty Beatles any good? <laughs> Dude, they suck. Not just a clever name, then. <laughs> Meatloaf. All right. Uh-oh. Awesome. Yeah, well, dream weaver. My number four is from Christmas Vacation. Yeah, that's a good one. That almost made my list, too. <laughs> yeah. So it's when Chevy Chase is at night and everyone's asleep and he looks out the window to his dreaming about his pool that he wants to get put in and seeing his family having a good time. And then it gets a little naughty in the, I think, is it the the perfume salesman or the lingerie it's, girl it's, from it's earlier? The, it's, yeah, it's the counter girl, yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden she shows up and, <laughs> and waving at him and. Not that she doesn't get topless, but uh, it's it's pretty funny. What? Which I forget when this happens, but uh, I don't know what happens in the dream or out of the dream. But uh, Eddie uh, tells Clark, uh, "You know I can't swim, Clark. I know Eddie." <laughs> yeah, I think that's out when he tells everyone he wasn't to get the pool. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know you can't swim. <laughs> Jelly in a month club. Yeah. So. Clark Griswold dreaming about the pool. That's good. Scott. Uh, number four. Um, this one has a, uh, this movie has a couple um, of daydream sequences. Uh, this movie's a little bit before my, mine and Alex's time. I don't know. Probably you too, Jeff, but uh, fast times at Ridgemont high. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the ultimate uh, daydream fantasy that uh, judge Reinhold has. Um, about his sister's friend, um, with that was it's been spoofed a million times since then. Um, mm-hmm. But he he dreams his sister's super hot friend 
gets out of the pool and just takes her top off and starts walking to him while he's beating off in the toilet. <laughs> hey, he's still in his pirate costume. Yeah, he's yeah, he just came from work at like some shitty restaurant. Uh, but just the the slow motion and the the music change and just Judge Reinhold really sells it. Uh, it's kind of gross. Uh, well, what he's doing is gross. Uh, Phoebe, <laughs> yeah. Phoebe Cates is absolutely not gross. Uh, uh, but that is my number four. That that's like the one of the go to like daydream sequences, mini movie. So that's my number four. Yeah, nice. I thought about that, and then also with Spicoli at the end. Yeah, with the surfing. Yeah, surfers. But I've only seen that movie like once or twice, so I didn't want to add it to my list. But yeah, uh, yeah, that is a little before my time as well. Um, all right, Alex. My number four is from The Simpsons, and that one has a shitload of daydreams throughout the seasons. Uh-huh. But one of my favorite ones is the, the Lemon Tree episode, and Millhouse is getting ready to go infiltrate Shelbyville to get the Lemon Tree back. And he pulls out a set of clothes, and it's all camouflage. He's just daydreams. Uh, these bullies are all chasing him, and then he just shrinks into a shrub, and he turns invisible with his camouflage clothes. I don't remember that yeah. at all. He's like, I'm over here. Or maybe I'm over here. And he's imagining all these bullies being scared of him because he keeps teleporting into other places that are green. Ugh, gold. Nice. I don't remember that. The Those are yeah, there's a few Simpsons episodes, so I don't like what's the one <laughs> where the kids fight the other kids from the different city from Shelbyville or something. Yeah, that's, that's the one. That's the one. Lemon yeah, tree. like that one. I have. I think I've seen once, like when it oh, first man. aired, and that's it. I've never seen it again. Your name is Millhouse too. <laughs> yeah, this is what it's like when doves cry. <laughs> All right, that um, was awesome. Okay, my number three is from uh, Wonder Years, and I think I've mentioned the scene before, and and. This is one of the few things that I remember from this show. Like I watched it a lot, but it didn't really stick with me. But the one time where like, Kevin, if I, what I remember correctly, Kevin always wanted to be with Winnie Cooper, but he wasn't at this time. And he was with Becky Slater, and he wants to break up with her and just be friends. And he <laughs> he's in school, like imagine how he's gonna tell her, like what's gonna happen. And he he's daydreaming, and all of a sudden he turns into a Star Trek episode, and he's yeah. Captain Kirk. And he tells her or something, and, and all of a sudden she like shoots him with her uh, photon beam and like kills him. And he's like reenacting because he, earlier in the episode he's watching Star Trek, so he's kind of reenacting that scene. And I was like, I love that. It was because you know obviously I'm a nerd, I love Star Trek, and I really remember that. And then also when the, he goes out of daydream sequence and he actually does break up with her and become friends, she just socks him in the face, and it always cracked me up as a kid. <laughs> friends, I'll show you friends, and she fucking. Boom! Knocks Kevin out. <laughs> so, there I think, it is. Then, I think I, the fun bit of trivia, well, for me anyways, I, I think she was uh, Winnie's sister in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Is she it's like awesome a nuclear physicist too? Probably. A super <laughs> hot nuclear physicist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like Christmas, Christmas. what's-her-face? <laughs> yeah, Christmas Jones or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, all I know is if she doesn't get that plutonium back, somebody's going to have her butt. <laughs> God. <laughs> all right, Scott, number three. Okay. Uh, my number three, and I don't think I have a specific one for this because I really thought about it, but I loved it 
uh, it was Scrubs. Uh, the main character, Zach Braff, uh, JD, uh, is constantly having these weird daydreams. Um, they, yeah. they run the gamut from, uh, Star Wars references to Batman references, uh, to, uh, like slamming little kids' faces into cake, uh, <laughs> Having literal tons of bricks dropped on them, it's this constant stream of um, sometimes a little non sequitur, um, sometimes uh, again referencing heavy references to pop culture. But I typically enjoyed it, so that's my number three. Just Scrubs in general. Hmm. I've never yeah, seen Scrubs. Uh, the the some of the best ones were so it's always from his point of view, uh, but spoilers. There was a handful of episodes where they swapped off the POV to other characters, and they would have their own daydreams, like their own take on it. Um, those are pretty great. Anyways. <laughs> I don't think you guys are going to have this. Remember that episode of um, 30 Rock where, uh, <laughs> where she turns into a puppet? I forgot whose point of view it was. was yeah, it Tracy Morgan's? or No, it was uh, the intern. What's his face? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot his name too. <laughs> All of a sudden, Liz just turns into a Muppet, and it actually looked—I mean, the way she her movements were like matched Liz Lemon pretty good. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, Alex, number three. My number three is from uh, Euro Trip, and there's a couple daydreams in here, but this one is like when he's like <laughs> he bursts into Mika's door. He's like, Mika, it's me. I made it. <laughs> oh, Scott, let us make love for one more month. For one month, then <laughs> you start making out. <laughs> All of a sudden, you have Hasselhoff singing in German, like in the corner of the street. <laughs> it is part of like his music video. It's like so out of the fucking blue. I loved it. Yeah, and then the other dream is uh <laughs> with a super buff German dude. Zerk studying yeah. with her, right? Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> perhaps you should give yourself to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my number two, and I couldn't decide from this movie, so I'm just going to say all of them from UHF. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I Damn completely it. forgot about this. Yeah. UHF, number one. <laughs> I'm changing Damn. my number one to UHF. I'm bumping my number two. So the Rambo scene is the one I specifically remember. Yeah. And then the Indiana Jones and... Some of them I don't remember if they were daydreams or like fake movies. Dream dreams. Yeah, or because I think the Beverly Hillbillies one, he actually falls asleep. Okay, yeah, that was a dream dream. But I believe the Indiana Jones, like he's working at the restaurant, right, the burger place or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) it gets flattened like that burger patty. (laughs) So Weird Al and uh, I decided as soon as I thought of this. I decided we have to do an episode just on Weird Al. Weird Al, <laughs> oh, Weird Al songs. In. We haven't done a music episode yet, and I think that might be our first uh, one. Yeah. I'm in. Right. I do. Uh, the, he has a, a Christmas song. Probably a couple, but that's relevant by the time I this st- comes out. Yeah. So we'll have to do that one of these days. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, uh, Scott, number two. Uh, my number two, this is probably somebody's number one. Uh, but Dumb and Dumber. Ah, oh, that's my number two also. Well, it just got bumped for UHF. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, where where Lloyd um, is driving along, and uh, it's 
dark and he starts dreaming about Lauren Holly and there's that whole sequence. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yes. <laughs> he hugs her and then he pulls up her skirt in yeah. his dream. Yeah. She's, she's bottomless. Yeah, and then it's, it skips right to him telling some joke in front of her friends. Yeah, that's what I always think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great punchline. I no, really want to hear the But that's that a joke. real nice ski mask. And they all start laughing. <laughs> and then he lights the fart on fire. And then, oh, God. <laughs> like, like, the restaurant part isn't as funny as that. Like, <laughs> it should have ended on that. The, yeah, the real nice ski mask or the fart, fart on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... I don't know. I like how he comes back to life like Jesus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Rips the guy's beating heart out. Yeah. Yeah. Have so we done Dumb two. and Dumber yet? I don't think we have. To tell you the truth. All right. Um, someone to add to their list. Uh, yeah. Alex, number two. Uh, dumb and Dumber, Fart Fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number one is probably not going to be on anybody's list, but I know I've mentioned this before, and it's still I've I wore a VHS type tape top. Al, you've landed on Kiss the Neighbor. Oh god, <laughs> damn it! So the episode where uh, Bud keeps trying to impress a girl, doing all these crazy things, and he's jumping out of an airplane, and he, I forgot what happens, but his chute doesn't open. He comes back in the house, and Bud's all soaked, and Al's. Ah. <laughs> no way, no how would I ever jump out of an airplane? And then you hear Peg in the background. Ow, you landed on Kiss the Neighbor. <laughs> he just looks at the <laughs> he looks at the screen and then how it becomes a daydream, but whatever. All of a sudden you just see him. Yeah, it's a smash cut. Smash cut. He's just limping off of a plane. You hear the plane instructor instructor. Don't you want your last minute instructions? And Al doesn't even have the parachute on. He just jumps out. He just laughs and jumps out the airplane. Oh. Gets me every time. I literally yeah. that's almost as good as the lady flipping off the motorcycle video. It's it's right up there. His, his, the look on his face and then his laugh. Don't you want your last minute instructions? <laughs> jumps out. That was Nitro, by the way, from American Gladiators. Yeah. The, I did the not jumping know that. instructor. I saw in the girl that episode had huge cans. That's what I do remember. Mm-hmm. That. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Scott, number one. Uh, my number one is, and we've talked about this before, high fidelity. Yeah. Uh, there's a sequence <laughs> yeah. in the middle where there's three different variations on what he wants to tell uh, Tim Robbins' character. Uh, but the, the one where his uh, employee out of nowhere smashes in the face with the phone and they all start beating the shit out of him is one of the best things I've ever seen in a film. <laughs> yeah. The, the yelling at him, get your patchouli stink out of my store. Uh, that All three sequences and then it's just back to him because he's kind of a schmuck. Just kind of mm-hmm. takes it. His, Tim Robbins smugly tells him what's what. All those fucking rings on his fingers. Gross. I don't think I've ever seen High Fidelity. Oh, you're missing out. That's on. All right, putting that on my list. Yeah, that's a Cusack movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may have, but like a long time ago. But I, I it's it's a Cusack in the Rain movie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you know it's good. 
All right. Uh, Alex, numero uno. UHF. Okay. Well, what did you bump? Late edition. I bumped uh, the Dumb and Dumber was not a number one, and I had the Penguin as my number two from uh, Happy Gilmore. Okay. So, yeah. UHF. (laughs) All right. I don't know why I think of that. I have to watch that movie again. It's been forever. Yeah. Spatula City. Spatula City! (laughs) What better way to say I love you than with a spatula? (laughs) Spatula City! (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, that wraps up this part. So, any feedback? I know it's kind of last minute. Uh, Yeah. William Grimwood. Nice. job, William. Comes in in the clutch. Thank you very much. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate, happy holidays. Thank you, William. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, he, he gives, oh, my brother, he gives a Christmas story a seven. Right. He can yeah. and will watch it every year at Christmas time. Same here, man. As top five daydreams are, daydreams are number five, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> okay. Uh, number four, Looney Tunes uh, daydreaming episode. This was a cartoon about a kid in a school who was, oh, dude. Damn it, I should have thought of that too. That's a great Looney uh, Tunes cartoon. I don't remember this one. And that one, he's a kid, and he would always daydream, and then he dreamed that he was a chalk drawing with all the numbers, and he had to sword fight the numbers. Oh, that one was great. That sounds familiar. Good pull, William. I Damn. I remember that. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. I was watching something on you. They were talking about uh, voice voice actor people, and they're interviewing um, Hank Azaria, and he said the most impressive thing that um, Mel Blanc ever did was, and it's a scene where Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd and Bugs is acting like Daffy and Daffy's acting like Bugs to get Elmer Fudd to shoot them because oh it's duck season it's rabbit season and they're switching but it's Bugs and you know he's doing Bugs voice but talking like Daffy and Daffy and he's going back and forth <laughs> that's amazing which was great but then I forgot how bad Looney Tunes <laughs> Elmer Fudd just point blank shoots him right in the face with like <laughs> 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 Duck season fire. And yeah, yeah I like, shoots him in the fucking face. I was like, oh my god, I forgot they did that. <laughs> I gotta go back and watch was, those things. He's a cartoon, he's alright. I know, but I really forgot how they just they would just shoot each other in the face on these cartoons. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. Continue. Headshot. Yeah, it's number three, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, there we go. Yep, you can backyard swimming pool. Uh, it's number two, The Simpsons. Oh, let's see which one it is. Even though they have a ton of daydreaming in sequence, I'm going to go with, oh, The Land of Chocolate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, such a great. Yeah, that, was <laughs> that was a great daydream. <laughs> Germany's the land of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> so I believe we were talking about chocolate. That was 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Is that the same one where he like eats the pig or whatever, or the oh the dog that comes by, yeah, <laughs> bites his back and he goes yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And as number one, married with children, there's an episode where Alan Kelly avoid going to Wanker County by pretending to be sick during the episode. Oh, dude, this was a great episode. Al keeps daydreaming about hot girls only to be interrupted. Oh, yeah, that was a great episode. Like Kelly's ringing the bell. Although take those were daydreams. Al was sleeping. I'll count it. What, That's what, a great episode. What about the one where he uh, he bowls the three hundred and then goes saves? Or no, he Peg beats him in bowling and then he uh, he daydreams that he rescues people from a fire. 
<laughs> when he's watching the TV, but it's not on. Yeah. Yeah. That's daydreaming. Good. Is that the episode okay, where it says... I'll allow it, William. How, yeah. Thank how, you. Is the, uh, that, that bowling episode, is that the one where they ask him, is, if, you, if you had one word to describe yourself, what would it be? Yeah. Winner. <laughs> yeah. That was Roy Firestone. And in his that the dream that he's talking about, one of those is a very, very young Pamela Anderson. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was bef- oh, yeah. It was before she was on uh, Baywatch or Tool Time. Tool Time. I like how we call that show Tool Time. I forgot the real yeah. name of the I know, show. Technically, she was just home, on Tool home Time. Home Improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the, what the hell ever happened to Roy Firestone, by the way? That guy fell yeah. off the face of the earth. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... Al Hercules Bundy. Yeah, that's the line. I'm starting <laughs> to think of it. Well, obviously, I'm having one hell of a dream. <laughs> Well, that one was a daydream because he's actually in midair when the dream stops and he just falls on his on the bed. It's got to right. be, right? Yeah, yeah whatever. But anyway, I'll allow it. I'll allow it because those girls are hot. But... <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> girls, girls, there's not enough hair whipping around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, all right. Thanks, William. Uh, thank you. Yep. Thanks. It's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Yeah, it seems like uh, the Angels are not doing so well, but it's not their fault. They're coming down with what's called Otani fever. Oh, I think it's boy. from Japan. Yeah? What is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Explain it. Crickets. It's time what, for what, 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 news. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Hit the eject button. <laughs> Pull the ripcord. Scott, enlighten us with some news. Just a fever from all right, Japan. All right. so, <laughs> it's called a tiny fever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, all right. Some news. Um, so it's still on the table. Um, so this could still be relevant by the time this airs. But the mm. Disney Fox merger. Is is still being worked on, worked out. Um, we we've, we've talked about this before. And Alex's fake news. <laughs> uh, this could actually be, become a thing. Um, well, there are some uh, disconcerting implications from this all. Uh, one mm-hmm. being that Rupert Murdoch would be giving would be given a an executive role in Disney. Oh, fuck that. Um, and it's been proposed that he might be the one to be the successor for current Disney CEO Bob Iger. Isn't he uh, older than Bob shit. Iger? I have no idea. All I know is Bob Iger wants to retire in 2019, I think. Murdoch well, probably Robert, wants to do this forever. His house just burned down, so screw him. <laughs> what? One of his houses. Iger or yeah. Murdoch? Murdoch. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> his house burned down <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> uh, so yeah there's still again interesting implications with all the uh, various IPs that they own uh, more so importantly how do you guys, to us yeah so how do you guys feel minus the that what you just mentioned but like okay now um, the Simpsons or Aliens and Die Hard are all under Disney, along right. with X Men and Fantastic Four. Uh, but. Futurama, a, a lot of properties that are on the the Universal lots. It's kind of interesting. 
So like Universal Studios uh, has a lot of the Fox stuff. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if it would affect that at all. Yeah, but do you think like okay, so Deadpool now is it going to be? We talked about yeah. this, I think. Yeah. Before, like, which I don't know if it's aired yet, but yeah. Um, I mean, if they're smart, you know, who knows? Like, it seems uh, whatever's. Uh, I can never pronounce his name. Kevin Feige. 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 Kevin Feige. Um, seems to more or less know what he's doing as far as the 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 vision he has for for that overall franchise or for for the Marvel franchise under Disney. For Marvel, yeah. For the MCU. Um, I mean, hopefully he would recognize that. Hey, uh, Deadpool's its own thing. Um, yeah, maybe you have some weird cameo or something, but otherwise, leave it alone. Um, I'd be more so worried much... about. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I so much that, but more like the R rating stuff. Right, I think they would have to leave it alone. Yeah, I think. Like, so, I too. think they would still keep mm-hmm. the the Fox logo. Even they would still Fox would still be its own studio. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe not for the comic book stuff, but most of the other stuff. And like Deadpool, right. yeah, I don't. That's ah, a good question. I don't know. Well, I think I think what would, would happen though is they would rein in all the X Men stuff. Yes, and, definitely. And, and Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Assuming they even wanted to do that at this point. They yeah, do. by the time this goes through, they might. It, enough time might have passed. Yeah. But maybe. I, but I feel like at this there... point, that has to still be its own thing. Like you couldn't fold it into the MCU. Yeah, no way. And unless we get into like phase <laughs> five or six or whatever, yeah, the, the MCU stuff. Uh, I already heard someone said uh, they're going to call it Phase Fantastic Four. Whoa! Because no, I mean phase, the, well, the rumors are four. some of these Avengers aren't surviving Infinity War. Yeah, I might have some more cool. to say about that in a bit. <laughs> okay, so maybe that's a good. You know, maybe we lose Cap or Iron Man or something, and now we replace right. them with with some of these people. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And then, like in comic books, they just come back to life. Yeah, sure. A couple <laughs> years later, obviously. Yeah. But you wait. I mean, you can't really do that in real life until, you know, it's like, oh, I guess we can just CGI the actor to look as young as he did to bring him back or whatever. I don't know. But, That's true. Yeah. Anyways, I hope people stay dead in the in the MCU movies, at least. Okay. Um, speaking of Marvel... Uh, by the time this airs, this will been out for a few weeks probably. But the, uh, but a real Avengers uh, Infinity War trailer has come out, um, and it it's got me pretty hyped. Uh, I got uh, goosebumps. Yes, I I got a huge. I I got a neared boner. Uh, it's gonna be that I won't be able to get rid of until it comes out on May fourth uh, of next year. So, have you guys seen the trailer? Let's just start oh, yeah. there, right? Jeff? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, um, without trying to spend too much time breaking down the trailer, um, just a couple things that I noted from it. Uh, as you mentioned, Jeff, um, it looks like things are not going to go well uh, for the Avengers in this particular movie. Um, and I've heard that they're not going to release the name of the follow-up movie, which is uh, not necessarily like the the sequel to Infinity Wars, but the, the search for Spock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The search for Cap. Uh, mm-hmm. They're uh, not releasing it because it might spoil stuff from what's going to happen in this one. I think they're doing something interesting Heart- where the next Sony movie starts Noble End. end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're doing something interesting where the 
it's not a two-parter, but it's going to kind of follow up directly on what happened in the, the previous, or or rather, the next movie is going to tie in closely to, to what happened in the first one. Uh, but yeah, it seems like based on looking at the trailer, things look rather grim for everybody. Um, but it's still super cool to see them all together. There was the little thing at the end with uh, um, Thor. Yeah, with Thor and the Guardians and <laughs> and Mantis mm-hmm. doing a little wave that cracked me up. Uh, and <laughs> Star-Lord with a shit-eating grin. And horrible <laughs> mustache. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am uh, looking forward to this so much. Uh, hopefully, I, I, I like Age of Ultron, but I think I was a little disappointed with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In, yeah. in hindsight. That one, it was one of the ones that had a lot of uh, studio interference. Maybe. Like, there was a lot of conflicting... Uh, the director and the studio were butting heads on that one. And so, so new directors for this one. Um, but again, it just uh, looks all, it's so cool for me now to see see them all together. We as, as fans, we've kind of invested a lot of time in these people, so it's cool to see them. If this is like the last hurrah. And then, back to what Jeff said... Um, yeah, it looks like somebody's gonna die. Uh, I just, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's possible. I mean, I think it's possible. I think from a narrative contracts are getting ridiculous. Yeah, I think from a from yeah. a, from a, like a real life standpoint, and from uh, just like the narrative to raise the stakes at this point, uh, that yeah, they're a character. One of the main guys has to go. Um, it seems most likely that it would be Iron Man or Captain America because their whole thing is like both of them making sacrifice after sacrifice. Um, and they're kind of the driving force behind the Avengers, um, but who knows? Maybe could be Bruce Banner. Um, the you know how do you, how does the Hulk die? We'll find out. You know if that's that's the case. Um, that's even possible. Yeah, if that's even possible. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm just really excited to see this. Uh, I, it's like almost six months away, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm. I will be there that opening week for this. Uh, and then um, finally, uh, just real quick, uh, it's the end of the year, so people are putting out their lists. Um, huh, we should do lists. We should. Yeah. Except I haven't se- I've seen like three movies this year. Uh, <laughs> All we do is lists. Yeah. Well, I thought you meant like best of the yeah. year. Uh, anyway, so AFI, who I don't necessarily – agree with all the stuff that they do or with their lists, but they, they usually seem pretty well thought out at any rate. Um, but their top 10 for 2017 thus far, um, who knows, maybe it'll change after last Jedi, um, is the big sick. Call me by your name. Dunkirk. Uh, did you see Dunkirk, Jeff? Nope. Okay. So none of us. Is that the last Star Trek film? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And he's just done. He's done, Kirk. Yeah. Uh, So, I have not seen any of these thus far. The Florida Project, Get Out, which I wanted to see. I've almost watched a couple times, but I've not watched it. Uh, Lady Bird, which is like the highest Metacritic ever. Or Rotten Tomatoes, sorry. Highest Rotten Tomatoes one ever. Pretty Bird. Pretty Bird. Pretty Uh, Bird. The Post. (laughs) Which is kind of the Oscar bait Spielberg, Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep movie that just came out. Uh, the Shape of Water, which is the new Guillermo del Toro, which looks super cool. I really want to see that one. Yeah, I really want to watch it too. Um, 
the three billboard three cheese three three, three bird bird pretty bird the uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, that's a mouthful. And that is mm-hmm. that's the one name of a movie. <laughs> and finally, a movie that I actually have seen: Wonder Woman. <laughs> so that is their top ten in no particular order, at least the way that I'm looking at this list. Um, yeah, not bad. Yep. I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. So that is my news. Uh, Jeff, did you have anything you wanted to end? Uh, a couple of things, yeah, a few things actually real quick. I just saw the Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World 2 trailer. It looks like crap, but I'll probably watch <laughs> it. Um, I really like the last one, even though the trailer for that one looked like crap too. Uh, I finally saw Thor. I liked it. Thor. I finally saw Justice League. I did like it, but I didn't hate it as much as most people, but I really, really didn't enjoy it. There were a lot of things wrong with that. Um, Sorry, I'm Jeff, almost done with Punisher. It's really good on Netflix. If you guys are watching it, watch it. And um, Oh, I'm finally starting to read a, a comic book. Uh, well, comic book, like a, a, a set. Graphic novel? No, not a graphic novel, but like a set, like a storyline. So someone recommended me like to the, the basic, I forgot what it's called, but it's it leads up to the Phoenix and the Dark Phoenix saga. So basically it's the, the new X-Men, and it started off with the Giant Men, X-Men 1, and then it continues on with like X Men ninety four, and it's the introduction of um, it's Wolverine joining the X Men, um, Storm joining the X Men. Um, uh, who's the guy that teleports? Uh, Nightcrawler. Bamf. Nightcrawler. Bamfer. Yeah, Bamf. And uh, so, it's, and this is the first time I've ever actually done that. I mean, I, I guess not the first time. I read the Death of Superman series back in the day, but so a lot of people recommended it. So I'm going through. I'm like. Eight episodes, eight uh, things in, and so I'm just kind of going it through the comicsology, downloading them and reading them. So pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's everything that I've been doing: reading, watching, playing. I'm not really playing any games these days. That's uh, it for me. Uh, two two things about what you were just talking about, Jeff. Where where okay. would you where do you think you'd place Thor Ragnarok? In the, uh, as an MCU ending? movie. As an MCU movie. Yeah. <laughs> in space. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked it a lot. I don't know. I mean, it's the best Thor movie. Yeah, I think that's easy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, it would be behind the couple Cap movies, behind Iron Man. Would you Would you put it in the upper or lower tier? Or echelon? Upper. Upper, upper tier. Okay. Upper decker. Got it. Yeah. It was very funny. <laughs> I love the music. Uh, it felt like a, an adventure. When I was watching this, it feels like an adventure. So I, I did. I really uh, enjoyed it. And... What's her face? Um, Galadriel is an ageless wonder, man. Yeah. She looks great. And yeah, she does. I don't even know how old she is, but she's got to be in her 50s by now, I would think. I don't know. She looked fabulous. So, <laughs> uh, And then... Uh, and so just, did Thor. Um, I think I'm on the second to last episode of Punisher. So I'm almost done with that as well, and I also recommend it. Uh, so I just want to toss that out there. Um, yeah, oh, and just to follow up on that, as I was mentioning, like, what is Disney going to do if they get Deadpool? I mean, they're making Punisher right now, and that's just as bad as anything on in Deadpool. So I have faith that if they get these R movies, they'll still do it. They may not have the castle and Tinkerbell at the beginning of the movie, but they'll still <laughs> Well, they'll, have the, they'll have the Frank castle. <laughs> there you go. Nice. So, yeah. Be shooting the fireworks all yeah. across the screen. I, mean, like, I think Matt. Uh, <laughs> Let's just have uh, what's John Bernthal instead of the castle just standing from the screen and go. <laughs> yeah, that gets kind of annoying as grunts in the show. Uh, 
Yeah, special guest Matt hasn't been on in a while, but back he's back in the day. He he kind of said it's not a super. I mean, I guess it's Punisher. It just feels like a normal show. It doesn't feel like anything to do with superheroes, but right. Um, I think the the Punisher's superpower is that he can get the everlasting shit kicked out of him. Yeah, and then be fine like a little while later. He's got a lot of HP. Yeah, he's got, got a healing <laughs> he strong constitution. Yeah. So. All right, uh, so that's your news. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Alex, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Yeah, just a real quick tidbit. Uh, Quentin Tarantino apparently oh. pitched a story for a Star Trek movie, and they're looking for screenwriters now. Oh, wow. So he's not going to write happen. it. He's just going to... I think he pitched like a story, and I don't know how involved he's going to be in it or how busy he is with his own with other movies and stuff, but he definitely pitched a story, and they're looking for screenwriters to flesh it out. Oh, I thought he was going to do the whole thing. I know that would be awesome. I lost. I hope he does. There's uh, it, nothing's final yet. It could not happen, but that's the buzz. I want him to do it. Yeah. Everybody just on the hollow deck, just talking around the table. <laughs> That'd be great. Talking, talking about feet because it fits Al- with Star Trek. Feet. They just sit there and <laughs> look at a big TV screen and talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, happy holidays. Yep. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. What else? Kwanzaa. Happy uh, Life Day. Festivus. Yeah. Life, life, life <laughs> happy day. fucking Life Day. Festivus. Hey, look at Lumpy. So yeah, <laughs> and I think, uh, yeah, Happy Life Day. Last Jedi is coming out. Well, I think we've already watched it, and you've heard an episode of us talking about it by the time this airs. <laughs> I'm not sure. So. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope we enjoyed it, actually. Hope you enjoy all our episodes. No. Yeah. I mean, I hope we enjoyed The Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I really don't care if you enjoy our episodes. I want to enjoy Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, dude, wasn't it awesome when uh, Chewbacca was actually raised dead? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right. Once again, thanks for listening, everybody. Happy holidays. <laughs> We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. <laughs>